We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, as always, we talk University of Miami football. And joining me is my broadcast partner, Don Bailey Jr. And the most important thing for tonight's show is that we mention that it is uh, the birthday of Priscilla Bailey. Happy birthday, Priscilla Bailey, one of the kindest, nicest human beings around, and you outkicked your coverage, my friend. I sure did, and uh, she's, uh, she's a true hurricane as well, Joe, but uh, I'd like to wish her her happy 39th birthday once again. <laughs> and um, we, we're kind of sitting on that number for a while, but that's, uh, that's, how, that's, that, that's the energy level she's at. So that's where we are, and I'm very lucky to have her as my wife. But uh, happy, happy birthday to her, and I appreciate you bringing that up. I don't know how you've kept her at 39 because uh, you can put a lot of age on people, I think. Not me, but perhaps her. Well, I think uh, it's, it's, it's because I'm still chasing her. You know, I mean, whether it's on the bicycle or in the pool or running, or running it, it, I'm still behind. So yeah. I think she's, uh, she's still got a pep in her step. Okay, speaking of uh, recruiting and coverage and all of those things, it was a huge weekend for the University of Miami. Uh, they were recruiting this weekend, had a lot of top players from around the country on campus. And I thought that was very important that they continue to scour the country and start competing with everybody else for the best players. I think the perception is that's what they've been doing, but uh, I'm not so sure that's always been the case. Uh, not only Miami, but other teams trying to compete with Alabama. But they are getting themselves in a position, again, to take advantage of the University of Miami brand. But, you know, you have to go after the best if you're going to be the best. And you, you look at who won the national championship in, in Alabama, and the reason they won it, one of the reasons they were won it is because they had a lot of first-time draft picks. And those guys are game changers. They are uh, – they're just fantastic football players that are elite at the college level, and that's where you win your championship. So Miami signed a couple five-star guys last year – have had luck uh, the year before that, but I think it's important to realize that if Miami's going to be in the playoffs, uh, whether it's the way they are now or the expanded version, you've got to continue to get better players, and it's a national level. When you go back through history, the championship teams that Miami's had, they've been made up of all kinds of players from all different parts of the country, and it and it takes all of them uh, to, to get on a football team and become become a group of guys that want to win a championship, but you really need the elite athletes in today's era to, to jump into that playoff package. Now, you speak of the playoff, the big news coming out of college football is the expanded playoff idea, expanding the playoffs to 12 teams. The proposal is 
the six highest ranked conference champs and then the six remaining highest ranked teams selected by the selection committee. And so you would have the first round played on campus. The top four would receive a bye through the first round. The four highest ranked conference champions get a bye. What that means is for one of your favorite teams, Notre Dame, Notre Dame would never be seated higher than fifth and would have to win four playoff games in order to win the championship. But we do have an expanded playoff proposal out there to 12 teams. I'll get into what that might mean for the University of Miami in a moment. But what is your reaction to an expanded playoff with 12 teams that also includes the Bulls? I like the fact, Joe, that they expanded it. Um, I'm not so sure that they couldn't have expanded it more. I think that's the number they're at now is a necessity. I really believe that if you are going to keep the players interested in playing in the postseason, the number one way to do it is to get them in the playoffs. I don't see I don't see any player um, opting out if they, if their football team has a chance to win a national championship and that not a mythical one. If you're in the playoffs and you win, you advance and you're going to keep playing because you came to that college. Um, one of the main reasons was to win a national title and you're not going to give that up. So I think it's going to help the overall bowls uh, system as it is. I think it will keep the attention of the players and more importantly, it's going to put college football at another level uh, as far as earnings go, but also we see what happens in the National Football League when you've got the playoff start and then, then and then of course the Super Bowl. So you're going to have that, and then and then the other side of it is you're opening the door for uh, the non-conference teams or, or the the non-power the power teams that are out there. I think that when you look at it this way, I like the fact that the conference means something. You got to go win that conference, and you're going to be in the playoffs. That is, that's a, that's a big carrot out in front of out out in front of everybody, and it's going to continue to create excitement. And but more importantly, it's going to generate a ton of income. A ton of income, also, yeah, no question. People will say the argument always is about college football. Oh, well, every weekend is important. No, not necessarily. Once your team has one loss, two losses, three losses, you're out. And, you know, even, even in the places where you have the most loyal or craziest of followings, and for example, in Auburn, I'm not picking on Auburn, I'm just saying an Auburn or a Georgia, if they lose two games, most likely they're out. So the rest of their season isn't quite as important. Under this proposal, the entire season is important. Let me give you some numbers. If this proposal was in play, 27 additional schools would have been in the playoff at least one time. 27 other teams at least would have been in the playoff at least one time. 27 other schools, one of those would have been the University of Miami in 2017. I love the idea of it. I, I think that, as I mentioned earlier, it keeps the interest of everybody involved. And, and let's go to this year. So let's say Miami goes and they take on Alabama, and they lose that football game. And then they play Michigan State, and somehow they lose that football game. 
all of a sudden, you're still not out of it. Because you, if you win the ACC, which means, in theory, as of today, you got to beat everybody else, uh, you know, every conference team on your on the schedule, and then you got to go beat a Clemson. You're back in the playoffs, so it can your interest can be kept by the player, can be kept by the fan, can be kept by the national audience through the entire year, and and I like the idea of it, uh, and and I'm glad to see that they made the move. You know, everybody said that they'll wait until th- this contract runs out. I like to see that they've put something on the table. Well, uh, our uh, great friend Jim Mandage used to say that people people are going to figure out somewhere along the line that a three loss season is going to become a good year. And under this proposal, Don, under this proposal, if you had this this system in play during the current playoff since 2014 and 2015 in each of those years years you would have had three lost teams would have been in the playoffs you would have had four three lost teams in the playoffs in 2016 you would have had four three lost playoff teams in 2018 in the playoff three lost teams how about that well, I think it does a great thing for ticket sales because, like you said, everything's going to count. So if your team's that got two losses, people aren't throwing their tickets away. They're going to come in and they're going to continue to make sure that uh, that they support their football team because it's not over. And I like going back to, uh, I guess it was, what, was it 17 when Miami won 10 games? They were 10-1. and one. Was it 17, Joe? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's 2017. 2017, Miami would have been in the playoff. Yeah, and, and you think about that. They Miami has a season that was interrupted by the hurricane. Uh, Mark Rick has, and, and Manny Diaz, the defensive coordinator, has the University of Miami at uh, 10 and 0. They were short a game because there was one canceled because of the storm. They were short a game, and they they lose on the road at Pitt. Uh, quarterback had a bad day. Some things didn't click, but you know then they go right to the they go right to the championship. Uh, uh, that 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 derailed the year, so to speak, and and kept them out of the playoffs for the most part. And then you have that now, and you're still in it. So you can go ten wins and, and and even lose the last two or the last one, even if you're upset by uh, an underranked team, you're still in the game. And I think it's just about keeping interest of the players and of the fans. I also think this is going to lead to some other changes that will be noticeable to University of Miami fans and the commissioner uh, of the ACC spoke about this and again they have to change some bylaws but I I don't think that it's going to be too long before we see the ACC without a coastal and without an Atlantic division I think uh, it's not too far down the road before we just see and probably will coincide uh, with this uh this expansion of, of the playoff proposal, I imagine we'll see just one big conference and no, and no divisions. Well, I don't disagree with that either. I, I think that, again, it's about television sets, it's about the players, it's about recruiting, and it's about how do you make your conference attractive. Why shouldn't Miami be playing at Syracuse? Why shouldn't Miami be playing in Boston College? Why shouldn't why shouldn't Boston College be playing in, in, in Miami? I mean, there's, there's teams that are in this conference that you, you rarely see. 
And whether it's Miami going there or them coming here, I think you can you can fire up some new rivalries. You can create new interest. It's not just the old same thing where you see this team again and again and again. And at the end of the day, it's about making sure your conference is attractive. What's going to what's going to make people who are in California want to watch the Atlantic Coast Conference? What's going to make people in, 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 in the Northeast want to dial in to the, the ACC? It's because of the matchups. And I think that you have to have that crossover. And if you eliminate it, you eliminate it. You're still going to play the same amount of conference games. It's just an exciting new schedule every year. Um, the other thing that is going under the radar, another topic, and, and I'm really not quite sure why we haven't heard more about this one, considering that the University of Miami does use the transfer portal. But the portal works two ways. You, you bring them in or you lose them. Don, here's a number for you. Power five programs in college football have lost an average of 12 scholarship players through the portal this year. Most teams, the average is 12. Here are some numbers for you. Tennessee lost 25 players off their roster. Michigan State lost 22 players. North Carolina, 18 players. Louisville, 17 players. Florida State, Georgia Tech, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, 15 players. Alabama, 10 players. Clemson lost eight players. The team that has lost the second fewest players through the portal is the University of Miami. That is Manny Diaz doing a phenomenal job of building trust with his existing team, having them be confident in him that there is no better place for them to be than at the University of Miami. That's the University of Miami building trust in these players, that they're getting the best education in the country, that they are treated fairly, that they are loved, that they're admired, and they're being taken care of. And they're not being run off. You know, that's something that was that has happened for many, many years. If you don't fit, well, let's run the guy off. That's not what's happening. And I think that that right now for those numbers that Miami are putting up is a pure reflection on how Blake James and Manny Diaz are managing that entire athletic department. Because those football players are involved with the basketball team, they're involved with uh, the, the baseball team. They have made a family there of four or 500 student athletes, and nobody thinks that there's greener pastures somewhere else. And that, that's, a, that's a very, very nice compliment uh, those numbers. Now, I will tell you this, I think that the portal is, and that with the image and likeness deal, is going to really start changing college football in a couple ways. I think there's going to be an opportunity for, to pick guys up like Manny Diaz has done and done a perfect job at that. He's filled the boys. But I think what's going to happen, too, is there's going to get some guys left out. And they're going to think a little bit more before they pack up and leave because you better make sure you have a place to go to before you go into the portal. Yeah, some of these now, some of these schools, maybe they did run players off, but you know, my goodness, you look at Tennessee, 25 players off their roster. Uh, that's an entire 
recruiting class. That's an entire Michigan State is on the Miami schedule. They lost 22 players. Now they brought in 15, but that's a that's a that's a big revolving door. That's a, that's a restart. It is, Joe, and I. But and then the NCAA is going to have to do something about that too. They're going to see that there's too many kids that are left out in no man's land, and then they're going to see teams that are going to be because of the portal. You know, I think the max number is 25. Well, if you lose that many kids, and now you're down, you know, you're down 10 scholarships. Uh, let's say when the season starts, let's say it's 15, and you can only sign 25, and 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 there's 10 other kids out there that you could use. They're going to have to they're going to have to work those numbers out where everybody can be as close to the 85 number as they can. Um, circling back to our discussion about the playoff. And uh, I just wanted to mention that, you know, the College World Series is uh, getting underway this week. So the, the field is Stanford, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, Texas, North Carolina State, Arizona, Virginia, Mississippi State. Uh, I bring it up uh, because the ACC has two teams advancing to the College World Series, Virginia and North Carolina State. During the course of the year, both of those teams were mid-level teams, uh, both were in the middle of the conference. The University of Miami took two out of three from North Carolina State, took two out of three from Virginia. Both those teams barely made barely made regional play, and now both have gone to the College World Series. By the way, the ACC has only won the College World Series twice, Virginia in 2015 and Wake Forest in 1955. But my point is this. One, the ACC in all sports is really competitive. And two, when you have a playoff system where your season is alive, then you just keep playing. As long as, you're, as long as you are alive and you've got a chance, something good could happen. And we might be able to see that in college football if they go through with this proposal of expanding the playoff. Well, they're going to go through with some version of it. I, I really believe that. I, I think that, you know, you brought it up earlier, the team that's sitting there scratching their heads, Notre Dame. I don't know that uh, you know that Notre Dame didn't figure it out that this ACC thing worked pretty good for yeah. us. You know what I mean? They're like, why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we uh, take this route? I mean, there was uh, there was two teams in it. You know, I had Clemson and you had Notre Dame, and and now we can get there. Now, like you said, I think it's it's going to take them seventeen games to get to 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 the end, and. That's uh, that's their choice. So it's gonna re- it's gonna make people who are independent rethink it as well. Yeah, Notre Dame could go twelve and zero, and win their games by a margin of twenty five points per game, and not get a first round bye. So this could lead them into the ACC full time. We'll see. I I don't I think there's some method to that madness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really do, and, and I. You know, I get it. Notre Dame to Notre Dame, and they've been able to do what they've been able to do. But don't think the people in South Bend, Indiana, and the people where the, the leprechaun fans that they are not wanting national championships. And if they see that this is a far harder way for them to accomplish their goal, I would imagine they'll rethink it. Well, we have some unstable times in college athletics, but we could be moving into a really, really exciting time in college football. Don and I will continue talking about it throughout the summer. Don't forget your hurricane season tickets and single-game tickets are on sale. HurricaneSports.com slash tickets or 1-800-GO-KINGS.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 